it's not. I, it, it, it's not final vinyl. That, that happens at the end of the show. It's final vinyl. And for those of you that are just tuning in and you haven't heard it, at the end of the show, we started doing this segment, you know, um, where we, uh, uh, I had him put a turntable back in the studio after not having one for a very long period of time. And we have a record room still with thousands of albums yes, in Yes, we do. And we just run in there uh, during the commercial break before the end of the show. We don't pre-pick. And you have like four minutes to grab something. And whatever each one of us comes out, we take turns. Whatever you come out with of the record room, we play. So I was thinking, you know, about vinyl and, and people who buy it and keep it. And just like me, mm-hmm. he got all these albums. And I thought, we haven't had this guy on for a while. So I reached out, ladies and gentlemen, to the mighty John Marshall. When, you're, when you have mighty on your name, <laughs> that is, uh, you do not, that is, no, that's saying a lot. Mess. And, and he's humble, uh, too. He, he's humble. And, but the humble John Marshall doesn't sound as good as the mighty John Marshall. Uh, yeah, that's right. And you are the, in, in my experience, uh, the, you're the leading record guy. If you need to know how much a piece of vinyl is, something in your collection may be worth a lot of money, you might not even know it. John Marshall's the guy, okay? And is the website still Money Music, John? MoneyMusic.com. All right, Money Music Chuck. How long have you been doing this? Well, I've had the website now for 20 years, and I've been appraising records for about uh, 35 years. So. Yeah. And I started I think, out as a collector, then I became an appraiser, letting know, letting others know what I knew, and that's the big money in their vinyl. And the key is, now, you can always, uh, our, our friend Andy always used to say, uh, you can say it's worth something, but it ain't worth squat until someone pays that, right? Right. Absolutely. And the guide that we put out, we list the values for over a million records, and it's all based on record auctions and sales that we have tracked way back starting in 1978. Yeah, uh, John, what was the biggest payoff that you've seen or maybe had yourself where you went somewhere, you bought it at a yard sale for a dime, and come to find out you sold it for a lot more than that? Well, you know, the one that always comes to mind when people ask me that, I was at a church yard sale with another collector, and uh, the people from the church I'd all got together and had one big yard sale. And we both spotted an Elvis record we knew was worth a lot of money, and I grabbed it first, and they had a little tag of a quarter on it. And my friend said, ask him if they'll take a dime. <laughs> <laughs> How much did so it I go? Said, go ahead. Would you take uh, 10 cents? And the guy said, yeah, sure. And then I sold it for $1,300. And so <sighs> nice. that haunts me to this day. I shouldn't oh haunt you. Gosh. And and churches, churches don't pay taxes. Oh, and church. <laughs> now, is it, you know, and therein lies, right? That's the art, right? That's the, that's why people do it. They, they go to hunt for that bargain. But you, we, I mean, were you ever really struck with guilt? I mean, if it wasn't a church, <laughs> would you have felt guilty? <laughs> Well, I actually uh, did put a little extra in the plate at uh, Mass the next Sunday. So <laughs> That's nice. Okay. All right. Yeah, ease my mind. At his own church, not the one he got the record from. <laughs> no, not, All right. not my own church. <laughs> so people are going to, uh, John, people are going to uh, send us, you can text us at 82945 if you got a record. Describe the record. Tell me what it is. Give me the condition. And, and we will ask John, and he, will, he, could, he could surprise you. Kelly Brown has taken it upon himself to bring in some of his own I records. Four, I have some 45, John. Is, is there a way to tell what pressing these are from? Are they worth more if they're a little older? I have a yellow submarine here, the Beatles' Eleanor Rigby on the back, but I have no idea you know, what pressing it was, I guess. Well, an original would be like a capital yellow and orange label. That is. Okay. Uh, the record itself is worth up to 30 to $40. The picture sleeve, if you kept it, uh, the picture sleeves are always worth more than the actual record. Oh. 
and a yellow submarine would be up to around fifty to seventy-five dollars just for the picture sleeve. Let but, me, but without it, what am I talking about? Like yeah, buck? up yeah. to about thirty to forty dollars. We always say up to because condition does matter. Let's, uh, yeah. Let's, well, what about without the sleeve? Just the record. <laughs> this one looks like somebody ice skated on it. <laughs> he, he brought in a bunch of forty-fives on his finger. You know what I mean? That's what he did. Matter of fact, this is. I'm gonna. I, I, I'll play this so you can. So maybe you can play. Just it. Good maybe vibrations. Uh, this is. I cued one of them up just so you so you can hear the condition of Kelly Brown's forty-five. Oh. Could you get for that, John? A lot of money, forty dollars probably. Is that skipping or yeah, is that... I didn't clean it? <laughs> I didn't clean it. It's warped. Uh, no, but oh you know, yeah, warped. That hurts. But you know, you can take the warp out in many cases by, you know, putting a lot of weight under it and leaving it for three or four days. So that's too funny, mighty, mighty John Marshall. I'm going to ask one of the questions. I'm going to ask John in just a little bit. We can throw some titles out at him now. But for those of you that go yard sale, yard sailing like John did at the at the church. If you uh, if you if you do that, I'm gonna, he's going to give you the ten things to be on the lookout for this summer at yard sales. But we've got some the listeners want to know yeah, about. Corrine wants to know Led Zeppelin Houses of Holy bought it brand new, 1973. It's in excellent shape. Led Zeppelin has some very valuable records. Unfortunately, Houses of the Holy not among them. Yeah. Uh, up to about twenty dollars. Uh, Forty-five of the police Roxanne in the shape of a police badge. Yeah, these are called picture, picture disc or shaped discs, and in this case, up to about $50. What about like a band like Sticks, uh, John? As you know, they used to do, I think, a Welcome to the Paradise. Welcome to the Paradise yeah. had an etched, a laser etched album, and it had a pretty cool design on the yeah. album that didn't affect how it played. Is something like that right. worth money? No. <laughs> okay. <It's, laughs> uh, I got a lot of questions about that album. It's not a big collectible. Up okay. to 10 to $15. Okay. I got a friend who's got Bob Dylan like a Rolling Stone on a 45 Red Columbia label. Yeah, uh, Dylan is very collectible. Like a Rolling Stone is his biggest selling record of all time. Mm -hmm. uh, worth up to about $30. $30. Uh, this, one, uh, this person says, I don't have the information with me, but I have a large stack of red-colored records in my basement, probably about 30 of them. They appear to be very old, and if I recall, uh, they are all from Radio Paris. I've never listened to them. They seem oversized, too. No idea. Not quite sure what yeah. he's talking about, but colored vinyl uh, can be collectible, uh, depending on the collectability of the recording artist. If it's something that he got outside the country, there would be no established value for it. There's only established values for records issued in the U.S. Ah. Yeah, there was a, I think there was a pink vinyl album of the Plimsolls, Why Me, or One in a Million, or something like that. And I, 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 I kept it for a while, but... The song sucks, so I threw it away. But people, you know, you know, John, people, you think just because it's cool that it's collectible, and that's not always the case, is it? Right. You know, a lot of people think just because it's old, it's worth money, but that's not true either. Age is not the determining factor. The big money is in five categories. Rock and roll certainly the number one category, but blues, soul, jazz, and country can also be collectible. What is the biggest one that you get hit on where everybody thinks they've got a, like a, the biggest piece of gold and you have to say, no, that, that, that's not? Without a doubt, it would be Leonard Skinner's Street Survivor album where the cover shows the band in flames. Yep. It was recalled after their death. 
and issued with another picture of just the uh, the band without the flames on the cover. And people think that is a big collectible. Not true. Only up to about forty dollars. Forty bucks. Okay. Mighty John Marshall on with us. Money Music is the uh, website. Go ahead. This Laura. one has three: Elephant's Memory on Apple, Fly by Yoko Ono on Apple, and a signed copy of Patsy Cline's record Showcase. Well, uh, out of those three, which one do you think would be worth the most? I think, that, I think that you would pay her to keep the Yoko album. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just throwing I, that out I'd there. I'd buy it from her and I'm, throw it out I'm the window. It out there. <laughs> I will give you $100 to keep it. Hold on to it. There you go. Uh, I think, uh, you know, well, the, I, the, 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 is one of them autographed? Patsy Klein was autographed. Klein. I think okay. if, if, I remember what, if I remember what John said in the past was that sometimes... Autographs hurt it, don't they? It can. Uh, but uh, the album itself is probably worth up to about $100 to $150. Wow. wow. I can't give you a value for the autograph, but anytime you alter any collectible from the way it originally came out, you can hurt the value. Now, the autograph may be worth more than the record, and I'm guessing maybe it would be because there aren't going to be any more. Yeah. Uh, if you're going to sell it, you probably want to go the autograph route. Yeah. So, so it, it, I have a 45 at home, signed by the original lineup of Motorhead when they were a four-piece and everything. So I shouldn't go for the price of what the 45. I should go with the fact that the autographs are like three of the uh, most of the band members have passed. Right. That's what I would do. Their yeah. album, the one album that I can think of, uh, Motorhead, is up to about $300. I don't know. Uh, the 45s aren't that collectible. A lot of people have the, the Beatles, you know, and the Beatles had two versions. They had the original versions in, uh, I that were released in the UK, and of course they had the Americanized versions. Uh, and, and one guy sent me a picture of the one on VJ Records introducing the Beatles. Uh, what's the most collectible Beatles record? Well, that can be one of them. Uh, here's the key, though. There are more counterfeits on introducing the Beatles than there are originals. And the right. quick way to tell, look at the record label. If the words, the Beatles, is printed below the hole in the middle of the label, then it's a counterfeit. If it's above the hole, it's an original. He's he knows his stuff, <laughs> man. You know your stuff. That's yeah. amazing. I'm looking at. I'm looking at it, and uh, introducing the Beatles is above the hole in the record. He sent me a picture. Yeah, but is the words the Beatles above or below the hole? The the word the Beatles is right above the hole. Okay, then it's an original. Okay. Now minimum value on it's going to be up to around three hundred fifty dollars. But if on the back cover instead of listing the titles of the songs. There's pictures of 25 other record albums, not Beatle albums, but 25 other record albums. Then the value jumps to $10,000. Yeah, I don't want to get Barnsley all excited because it's a little roughed up. It's a little roughed up, and that will make a difference. See, to me, oh, yeah. that's, that's, that, that's key. Now, as far as some of the things that people are going to go to a, a yard sale and they're going to see a stack of albums, let's go through a couple of the ones they should be looking for this summer. Well, I could tend to look for, if you total them all up, it would total over $50,000. Wow. So, okay. look out for these. Bob Dylan, his very first 45. Mixed up confusion. Okay. Currently up to $1,000. All right. Roy Orbison, his first 45. Ooby Dooby. Currently up to $1,200. Ooby Dooby. Ooby Dooby. Ooby Dooby. Kenny and the Cadets. Who are Kenny and the Cadets? Yeah. Well, nobody knows, but I know. Lead singer is Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys. I, I was just going to say, I thought Brian Wilson was in that band, wasn't he? Yes. All right. Also, Carl Wilson and El Jardine, and so it makes it a big uh, Beach Boy collectible. 45 called Barbie, currently up to $2,500. Mm -hmm. Look for Jimi Hendrix, Axis Bold as Love, monocopy, up to $2,500. Okay. Bruce. 
Springsteen, first 45, Spirit in the Night, Columbia Records, currently up to $4,000. Four grand. Now, mind you, right, John, these are needles in haystacks. I mean, these are once-in-a-lifetime well, finds. Well, that money, uh, yeah. you know, and they're the, out there, and that's the key. Does the album have to be in great shape to listen to? Is that a priority? Because they're not going to play it. They're probably just going to hang it, right? Well, that is a, that's a 45, that's Spirit yeah. in the Night. Uh, yeah, if you have something like that, you don't want to play it maybe once to grade it for condition. But, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> I think don't play it. Don't drop it. I think Kelly needs to calm down because all his 45s are in a duffel bag. Yeah, I, you pull them out of a duffel bag and they're in a, they're in a, a cardboard box. So, so if, you, yeah. if you are a record collector, that's probably not right. how you'd want to. <laughs> I know Motown doesn't exist. I know. Motown 45, 1967, The Happening from the Supremes. Uh, but also, why do I have, like somebody looks like a perfect little hole drilled into the label. Why would they do that? Record label? It's, it's, a, it's a radio station promotional copy, I yeah. guess, right, John? Uh-huh. Well, promo copies that are sent to radio stations can often be worth a lot more than the commercial copies sold in the stores. But the little hole actually is a uh, bookkeeping method. They put it in the record store. It didn't sell. They sent it back to the distributor. The distributor discounted it, sent it back out, and put the hole in it to indicate it's a you know uh, discounted record. And that way they don't pay as much for it as they would if there weren't a hole in it. See, John John knows this, too. In the in the old days, right, they, the the record company would send you 25 copies of an album. And yes. a lot of record, a lot of uh, uh, chintzy record guys in the radio station would take those 25 records and go sell them to a local record store. And they made a lot of money for a lot of years, uh, you know, uh, doing that, which now, of course, it's illegal to do. But that's how it, it was done in a lot of places. Am I wrong, John? Well, it's not illegal. First of all, they were sent to the radio station. You didn't ask for them. They sent them to you. Anything you receive in the mail that you don't ask for is your property. Well, you do with it as you do I'm, I'm going to respectfully, you could be right. I'm going to respectfully disagree because it says for promotional use only on the record. And you, that's... I have a separate price guide just on promotional records that people find at yard sales. Because okay. as I say, they're okay. worth a lot of money. One that I found uh, about two years ago, Layla... Derek and the Dominoes promo copy of the album uh, up to two thousand wow. dollars. What people? I have a buddy of mine who had yeah, probably probably <laughs> a, a two thousand albums. John, how do you unload them? What if somebody who buys them? Yep. Where? Do, how do they sell their album collections? Yeah. Well, the first thing you want to remember when you go to sell two things: what is the current market value, and number two, consider what did you pay for it originally. Uh, so when I sold that Elvis record for thirteen hundred dollars, uh, it was probably worth up to around eighteen hundred. But I only paid ten cents, so right. you know that was a good deal. Uh, go to our website, moneymusic.com. We do put out a directory of buyers, people listed by state who buy records. Or if you sell them online, uh, be careful uh, because there are a lot of people selling records online. They think are originals, uh, they just don't know. And an original and a reissue can look almost identical uh, in the uh, the price guide we put out. We describe every issue and every detail so you know exactly which one it is. Uh, if I were going to sell online, I would probably use a website called Discogs, D-I-S-C-O-G-S dot com. That seems to be the best place online for selling. What about... Uh you know, novelty records, like somebody was asking me about the Curly Shuffle, stuff like that, those kind of weird novelty records. Not too many novelty records that I can think of are worth money. The only one that comes to mind that may be worth something is the Purple People Eater, mm-hmm. uh, the original, which can go up to around $100, but that would be about it. 
Yeah, she was a one-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people eater. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I, I remember it. I remember it. Wow. Uh, can you ask John? I have the Who live at Leeds in the plastic. Yep. Uh, also, some huge Hugo or Hugh Montenegro stuff uh, found in a dumpster. Well, live at Leeds, I get a lot of calls on that album because in most copies they included uh, contracts for the Who and contracts from concerts they were doing, mm-hmm. and people think they found a great find because they call up and they say, "You won't believe what I found inside the Live at Leeds album." The Who's contracts? Yeah, I said they were in every Live at Leeds <laughs> album. So. Dude, I found but, rolling papers in Big Bamboo. I mean, big deal. All right, fine. You know, go ahead, yeah. John. Go ahead. Oh, I thought you had more. Uh, what about uh, oh, yeah, bill, billion okay, dollar look. billion dollar babies by Alice Cooper, with the uh, uh, the bill in the inside? Yeah, no, he does have some valuable records. As a matter of fact, he lost his records. Somebody stole them from a storage bin in L.A., and the insurance company had me uh, do the uh, appraisals on them to mm-hmm. replace them. Mm-hmm. They had uh, five thousand dollars worth of records, so he was happy. Crazy. The big one for him is actually the School Is Out album. If you have, it came with the paper panties. Remember that? Yeah, it, they were actually lace. They were pink lace panties in the one that I had. The, the record album was a desk, like an old school desk. Yes. And you opened up the cover, and there were the there, there was the album <laughs> with panties on it. Yes. Yeah, that can sell as high as five hundred dollars. That's probably his big one. Yeah. Wow. This is my first experience with panties. Anyway, uh, <laughs> are there any others, John? Like other big ones at the yard sales? I know we. I don't know if you got all yep. ten in, but what other, what else should people be looking for uh, for vinyl and, and uh, yard sales? Well, the big uh, instrumental surf record of all time, Wipeout, uh, an original by the Safaris on DFS Records, up to forty five hundred dollars. Wow. ELO, Olivia Newton John, Xanadu, picture disc, Olivia Newton John's picture on the vinyl, up to six thousand dollars. Crazy. The, the album Beatles and Frank Ifield. They both recorded for VJ Records. The record company said, let's put together an album and call it The Beatles and Frank Ifield on stage. Mm-hmm. They were never on stage with Frank Ifield. They didn't even know who Frank Ifield was. Right. But that didn't stop the record company. Shows the Beatles on the cover up to $9,000. Jeez Louise. Yeah. And the big one you want to look for right now, the very first 45 for the Rolling Stones, simply called Stoned terrible record never made the charts but worth up to twelve thousand dollars man oh man i want to uh, bring in matt leonard our, our afternoon guy he's a pink floyd fanatic my guess is he's probably going to ask you about a pink floyd album matt yeah, yeah. say hi to the mighty john marshall john how you doing dude good how are you i'm doing very well you know he's an afternoon guy he's how you doing dude what's life is smoking yeah. like john yeah dude go ahead floyd, uh, floyd show comes with rolling papers yeah right, <laughs> right. uh i have uh, a copy of Wish You Were Here. I think it's a 1975 release, but it has a, a blue, uh, like a cellophane wrap on it. So I've never seen the actual cover of that particular album. Uh, so I don't well, can't tell you what the condition is, but uh, not sure about you have the it cellophane. On Capital or on Harvest of Columbia? Do you know the label? Um, well, I've, I think um, from what I what I know is that the dark blue cellophane wrap is from Europe. So I think it would be the yeah, Harvest. I think so too. Yeah, it's an import. There is no established values for imports. Again, the reason is one way we put a value on a record is to know how many were issued. Those figures are available in the States, but not accessible overseas. Uh, but as far as Pink Floyd goes, the big ones are for their albums uh, on Tower Records, Piper at the Gates uh, of Dawn, Saucer Full of Secrets. Uh, originals can sell up to around $400. John, what about metal? Like, what about the, the, there's not, is there a lot that's collectible in the heavy metal world, or has that, is that not the case? 
Well, um, it can be. I think of uh, Metallica. Um, yeah, Metallica, too. Um, uh-huh. Masters of Puppets. Uh, found a copy last summer up to $150. Okay. Uh, Motley Crue, Stick to Your Guns, their first 45 uh, up to $1,500. Crazy. So, Crazy. Yeah. you got to find this yeah. stuff. That's the key. That's the key right there. Uh, do you have one more, Kelly? Hawaii Five O. The Ventures. The Ventures. The 45 or the album? 45. All of these are 45 he brought in literally in a beat-up box of vodka. And, and again, and again, been skated on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> totally. Well, it makes a difference whether it's on Liberty Records or on Dalton Records. Liberty. Liberty. Sorry to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> what about J- Johnny Horton, North to Alaska? That did come with a picture sleeve. should be on Columbia Records. It is on Columbia. And the record itself would be up around $20. If you had the picture sleeve, you could add up another $25. I'm playing Thank the 45 you. of Hawaii Five O behind you, John. It's like CD, uh, man. You can, it's it like does, what? It doesn't sound like a CD. See, there's a little jelly on there. A little jelly. It's a campfire going on on this record. Uh, John, always a pleasure. Jeez, Louise. Uh, That's got more snaps and pops. Wow, yeah. the crispies. Uh, John, always great to have you on, man. We appreciate it. We, he's been coming on with us for a long time. I appreciate you having me. Thank you so much. All right, check out the website, moneymusic.com, the mighty John Marshall. Yeah, for everyone we didn't get to, just go to his website. Go to the website, send him an email, he'll uh, he'll take care of you. Thank you, John. Appreciate it. Take care, guys. You got it. He's been coming on with us for, God, as long as I've been doing mornings, you know? He's, he's good. The oh, dude's he's good. Awesome. You know? And just when you think you have one that's going to be worth something, yeah, so sad, too bad. I don't know, you know what my mom did with all the sleeves. There's yeah. no sleeve to go with these records. Kelly's huh. he's all excited. These these 45s are all beat up. They look like someone took a poop on them, and I didn't I have the heart to lot. tell them. Yeah. Well, that's why you had them. Yeah, to, I had just to play One them. of those go right, right through my lip. You yeah. Like a little scar right here. What the hell? Huh? Well, me and my sister are playing Frisbee with them one day. Well, and, uh, <laughs> and I caught one. Knocked a tooth out one right through the lip. There you go, right there. Yeah, the old days. We'll be right back.